From the movie house to your widescreen at home, Radio 111's Going to the Cinema and the streaming services on Flicks and Picks with Brian Mendoza. So grab your popcorn and beverage of choice and step into our screening room for our weekly forum on film. Now, here's Brian. So this is a part two to our Joe John DiMaggio episodes. And say Joe DiMaggio, that's the best, the baseball player, right? So I gotta say, I'm really happy to report that John DiMaggio has officially returned to Futurama. So it's it was a very um, I'm I'm gonna say this a very very subtle announcement. Actually, you learned about it pretty recently. And I got to say that John DiMaggio getting paid, getting his coins, being able to actually have some respect in the industry, that's great. And I think it's actually really wonderful that he was able to, like, really make an impact in the industry in the sense that he's able to actually, like, challenge the revival of a TV show. Because I had heard some rumors that there was a casting call coming out for the character of Bender on Futurama for the Hulu revival. And I think that there was very little support by like um, Mark Hamill and people like that who saw this as like you know how dare they try to replace Bender on this show and so there was very little support from the industry from a lot of voice actors in terms of replacements but there was a lot of support for DiMaggio you know sticking to his guns and so he's getting paid um not much is being known about how much he's getting paid or how the negotiations go or if he's getting paid more than his fellow actors or if the other actors are getting paid more with um john dimaggio because it's one of those things where like he won't reveal every detail but i am excited to say that he is getting paid and so what does this mean I think what this means is that a lot of television revivals are going to have a lot, a little bit of a harder time trying to undercut a lot of their legacy actors. So if you, so if let's say the King of the Hill cast comes back, I have a feeling that some of the actors, which features a lot of the same voice actors, um, some of the voice actors from one show go over to, you know, King of the Hill. Um, not a lot of them from Futurama, but they do feature some overlap. I feel like in some cases, like I'll see King of the Hill actors, you know, start to, you know, make more strong, uh, make a stronger case for negotiations. And I can see how actors like in the Simpsons will be able to actually have more of a say. Cause I know in the Simpsons, they took a pay cut for that show to continue, but I think it's getting to a point where like, if it's popular and Disney plus is going to be an indicator that yes, indeed you can have some stakes in the game where you don't have to take a pay cut for a show to survive. And I think that it's really important for these actors to just have some say because it, it doesn't, I think it's really harmful to underpay actors for legacy work because these shows benefit from these actors appearing on these shows. Like I have seen a lot of TV shows like the Sex and City revival and just like that get a lot of backlash for not featuring a certain actor in them or or shows like Full House. Like when they got their revival back, it, it kept getting defined by is Michelle going to come back, you know, or in some cases like, you know, Cobra Kai, where all the actors for the most part have come back on that show. We have a lot of like situations with that show where the actors are being paid well enough because if they can get 
um, Elizabeth Shue back, they can get a lot of people back. But in the case of like Cobra Kai, they get all these legacy actors to come back and to be able to produce very strong work and give these actors something to do. And not only that, but also be able to actually, you know, pay them well enough from my understanding you know, and the fact that like Netflix was able to see very clearly it was going to be a popular show for their streaming service. So, you know, get your stuff together and pay them well. And so Cobra Kai is an example of like how to get your legacy actors to come back and keep them happy because they're clearly happy to be back. Elizabeth Shue hasn't done a Karate Kid property in so long that in the case of like, um, Cobra Kai she came back and was very very happy to do it and I think even in the case of Hillary Swank she might even come back for it I'm, I'm happy to see where it goes and some actors like Sean Keenan Kanan he wants to come back to Cobra Kai because they know it's good stuff and it's actually like <laughs> I think profitable but it's also like creatively good it's just a creatively good experience versus shows like Fuller House and and just like that where they have revivals where Nobody really thinks it's all that great, but they're coming back for that money. So it's the thing that like Fuller House is never was never going to be a great show. But the fact that it was missing one prominent cast member defined it for a while. And I think in Futurama's case, if they had not figured out the situation with Bender, they would have had a lot of problems. And even like in the case of another Hulu revival, Animaniacs, just the fact that they don't have every single cast member from the original show, like trust me i've been in the animaniac space for a while and i can tell you the cast that they have is very small compared to the rest of the uh, compared to the original show because the original show had bernadette peters and nancy cartwright and the sad thing is that i don't even think they can pay enough for those actors to show up again because they have no interest in doing so but every other second i always hear people saying where are the other actors where are the other characters when are they showing up so that would have been a case of Futurama if Futurama had not brought back Bender. But I think it hurts Animaniacs a bit more in, the, in right now because they, they're just sort of struggling with like people saying, oh, it's just the same old, same old stuff. There's, you know, we figured out the formula. We know how each episode goes, you know, a Warner episode and then Pinky in the Brain episode and a Warner episode. Like they don't have enough cast members to be able to fully get them new segments so in the case of like animaniacs it's hurt by that especially since it's a variety show and in the case of futurama it's destroyed and and you know i was saying it wasn't hurt as much now because of the fact that like bender is back you know bender is back so it's not going to be hurting but in the case of um, animaniacs the, the the lack of cast members is what hurts it the most right now because in the case of futurama their, the reputation was going to get hurt a little bit right now because the negotiations were not going well. So I think that fans are completely, ha hopefully a little bit more completely happy with what's going on because this is not going to hurt them in the end because right now all they should be worried about is the quality of the animation because if they don't have good animation, it's going to look bad. I've seen a lot of revivals recently give some very questionable animation choices like in the case of animaniacs how some human designs look kind of garbage while the characters of like the car the cartoony characters look fine you know but i i do want to say some closing thoughts on this like i am very happy to see voice actors take a stand because this is an industry where a lot 
and I mean a lot of them are not are underappreciated and being slowly replaced by celebrity voices. Like a, a movie like Sing would actually have benefited a great deal from like having real voice actors. You know, there's a reason why a lot of like Disney properties have a lot of str- uh, have a strong connection with their audiences because they actually have real good voice actors and they don't have actors who are super famous all the time even though yeah granted they have their celebrity actors like robin williams in the aladdin but in the case of like encanto not every single actor was well known so it was popular so i do want to say like bender gates over happy about that please give the money over to your voice actors you know if you're a producer out there making an animated series don't underestimate your voice actors pay them as much as you would pay uh, an actor who shows up and does a performance because voice actors have to strain their voice every day to give you the performance and they don't get credit for them and the fact that they have to carry the show because john dimaggio carried futurama along with billy west and katie seagal and deserved to get paid so I'm happy about that. And watch out, producers. If you're not going to pay these actors enough, they're coming and, they're be- and they have plenty of support. Till next time, this is Flicks and Picks.